Welcome to Fox and Frayed. I'm Anne, without an E. And I'm Robin, with a Y. We're the podcast that takes you down the reading rabbit hole. Welcome back, everybody, to Fox and Frayed. This episode is a review episode, but it is going to be very short because Anne and I have each read one book, or did you read two, Anne? Um, well, I finished it, and then I, I listened to one audiobook, and then I started a couple other books, but I just, I, I just started them, and I haven't finished anything okay. except for that one audiobook. So we won't talk about it. We'll give an it update, a shame update from me, and we each have one book to review, and then we can talk a little bit about, like, why we're so far behind in our reading and why we're so slow this month and beginning of 2020 here. Um, do you want to go first or should I? doesn't matter. I can go first this time if you want me to. Yeah, if you want to. It doesn't matter to me. Um, okay. So I listened to an audiobook and kind of, you know, in the theme of Valentine's Day, I listened to How to Date Men When You Hate Men um, by Blythe <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> True Valentine's and, Day book. <laughs> yeah, really. She writes for The Onion, so she's kind of like a comedy writer. And then I guess also The New Yorker. And so it was really just kind of, I mean, it's not like super informative. It's more like her foibles and dating. like. But she does make some like really interesting points just about how dating is perceived and like being boy crazy is perceived Mm. and you know like having crushes so it's not like a super serious book it's just kind of a fun and then I really like of course listening to audiobooks that are read by the author so I would recommend it I think it was like six hours ish bad so it isn't like a it isn't like a true how-to book it's more of like a memoir almost yeah it's more of like a a memoir slash um like social commentary mm-hmm. interesting i read the convenience store woman by sayaka murata um and so this is this was written in 2016 but then it was translated from japanese to english in 2018 and it's really weird it's a super strange <laughs> book um i was warned that it was a, it's a little bit odd so it's about 160 pages long with like a letter from her to a convenience store at the end. So she used to work part-time in a convenience store, like the author. And then the main character of this book, um, Kiko, also works part-time at a convenience store. So I don't, I, I don't want to speculate on how much of it is autobiographical because the main character is just so weird that I don't want to be like, it's based on her because I don't think that's fair. But the letter at the end is literally a love letter to a convenience store and how she's like dating the store. So it's really, it's, it's very strange. It's mainly about this girl who like Kiko who works in a convenience store part-time and that's all she wants to do. Like all the food that she buys is from the convenience store. She doesn't want to date. She doesn't want to get married. She doesn't want to have kids. She has barely any friends Um, Her personality, she just, like, makes it up of the people around her. Uh, The only reason why she exercises and gets enough sleep is that she can be on top of her game to work at the convenience store the next day. So she kind of is, like, a weird sort of girl. Like, she's just sort of strange, doesn't really fit in. And when she works at the convenience store, she starts to fit in with 
people. Like she has like a manual of how to act. I talk in a certain way. Her nails have to be a certain length. She has to wear like a certain type of clothing. So she, and she even has like a manual of what she's supposed to say, like what lines they're supposed to use with customers. So she has like a manual of how to be. So it's sort of about like belonging and like kind of being true to yourself almost. It was nice to read a translated book. Uh, I don't even remember the last time I read a translated book was. You should have left. <laughs> oh yeah, right. It was, you should have left. I knew there was one last year. I was like, I know there's one, but I haven't had time to check my story graph. So like it's it's always kind of interesting to read a translated book. It gives you like sort of a different taste for the world. Like in this book, she keeps talking about how society hasn't changed since the Stone Age, <laughs> which is like such an interesting time period to like reference over and over again. And I was kind I feel of like that's like a common like phrase. I feel like that's something my mom or maybe my grandma would say maybe like i'm back in the stone age yeah <laughs> like, I, I just like it's so much throughout the book like she talks about it all the time so i don't know interesting it's very it's very it's a very odd book okay i yeah i've seen this one a lot and i feel like it was on my list but i have not read it yet so maybe i will now so I'll also give an update on it because we said we were going to finish it by the end of January and it is now the end of February and we need to shame me because I am not finished it yet. Anne held up her end of the bargain. She finished on time. Snaps for Anne. No, I didn't. Not I finished it in February. It's I did so not deserve long. Okay. So the only reason that I finished it on time is because you were so ahead of me for so long and so I was just like oh my god I'm gonna like be holding everything up if I don't finish this book and so I I know I'm the one (laughs) powered powered through and then like I just got to a point where I couldn't put it down yeah and then I I just gobbled it all up I'm still like maybe I want to say like 300 to make myself sound better, but it might be closer to 400 pages away from ending it, which is like half of the freaking book. But I will do my absolute darndest like- to get it done for when we are going to record the book club episode because this this episode will come out before the book club episode will be recorded. So to anyone listening, yeah. I am really trying. It's so GD long. Like I cannot believe how long it is. And okay, this is what happens when you read it. You read the children, okay, because it's kind of, it's written in many parts, but it's mainly written in four parts. So children, adults, children, adults, and then you read the children, and then you finally get to the adults, and it feels like it should be the end of the book, and you're like, this is it, we're getting to the end, and then, oh, guess what? You still have half of the book to go, and you're back in the children again. So I, that's where I am. Honestly, yeah, I know where you're at, I think, but it kind of like, okay, so at that point where they've kind of remembered things then yeah it it isn't switching back and forth it's or like it is switching back and forth but it's a lot like quicker like Mm -hmm. the story is more parallel because like things that happened in the past kind of are happening again and so it switches between because there's so much similarity yeah and I just need to say, like, it isn't that it's not a good book. Like, it is a good book. But it's just very long and very daunting. Yeah. So I want to get it. I will get it done by our recording episode. And then we will do our book club and we'll upload it. And I can move on to something new. (laughs) 
Yes. Honestly, okay, so I'm so excited for you to finish because I, I think you're going to be really, like, happy. Okay. I think you're going to enjoy it. Like, with longer books and their books that are more involved, you really do have to, like, sit down and read, like, a good chunk at a time. Yeah. If you don't have, like, big chunks of time, it's harder. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it. I felt like I really enjoyed it to the end. And, like, when I finished it, it was like, okay, I just read, like, 1,150-some pages. But I don't I don't feel like any of it was just filler. Like, I felt yes. like all of it was important and, yeah. like, had a place. Yeah. And, like, that's how I'm sort of feeling about it right now. Like, as I'm reading it, I'm not like, oh, like, why am I – like, why do I have to read this, right? Like, I do understand why everything's in there. It's just, like, it's just long. I'm sort of anticipating that when I get to the end, and maybe I shouldn't go in with this like preconceived notion of what I will feel at the end of a book, but I, I can't help but do that a little bit, I think. And yeah. I think that when I reach the end, I'm going to feel like it was the exact right length. Like I'm going to be like, like okay, with Harry, the Harry Potter series, like I would take more Harry Potter. Like if there was more, I would read more, you know, and there are other books where I'm like, oh, that could have been a little bit shorter, but I kind of am getting the impression with it. It's like, it will have ended right when it was supposed to. And I won't need any more because I'll be like perfectly like satiated with it. Yeah. That's how I feel. Or like, that's how I felt. But then I was also talking to like, I was talking to someone and they were like, oh, but have you read the Dark Tower? Oh, like series. Yeah. apparently that the it like mythology and story like ties into the dark tower what i I don't know how (laughs) yeah but it's like it the entity it i believe it kind of the dark tower has to do with like the gunslinger series (sighs) that's the same thing i'm not sure they referred to they referred to it just as the Dark Tower series, and that there were like maybe like seven books. I think there's even more because yeah, okay, the Dark Tower, the Gunslinger is the first volume in the guns in the Dark Tower series. So I have read the Dark Tower. No, I was just kidding. I've read the Gunslinger. <laughs> um, okay. So I've heard like really good things about this series, like really really good things. But I don't know that I liked it, honestly. Like, I had no desire to continue reading after. I got to the end and I was like, "Eh, I don't know about that. And I just never bothered to get the next one in the series. Well, I also haven't read it. I mean, I heard from this other person that it was like, I feel like maybe it started slow and then it was really, really good. And then according to this person, I didn't fact check them or anything. But like, the last books are kind of rushed because I guess... Stephen King got hit by a car and then was worried he wouldn't be able to finish the series. Oh this is something I need to like look into. This is a conversation I had late <laughs> at night, so I don't know. I know you don't use Reddit. I I use it, and for I don't some know how reason... to use Reddit. <laughs> I do like if I search something and there's a Reddit post on it and it, like comes up in the results. You're like a results, yeah. Then yeah, I'll look at it. I just don't know how to. I don't know how to navigate it. I felt like that the first time I used it, but then now I'm addicted and I hate it. So I like despise Reddit for so many different reasons, but I still use it all the time. But (laughs) so when you're on the desktop version, there is a spoiler function so that when somebody uses like says a spoiler in a post, it is um, or like kind of like it's redacted. It looks like it's been redacted, you know, and for some reason that function doesn't carry over properly to the mobile desktop version of Reddit. 
So if you're not using the app, because I don't have the app on my phone because I am way too addicted and I will use it all the time if I have the app. So I only, <laughs> I only use the, the version that's like in the crappy little Safari app on your phone, you know? And okay. the, the spoiler function doesn't work properly on there. So I actually was spoiled for the entire Dark Tower series. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so that sucked. I think maybe part of the reason why I wasn't super interested after reading the first one was because I was like, oh, this isn't good enough to keep going. Because like, if it had been really good, I would have kept going even though I knew the ending. Mm. But it wasn't enough to continue even though I've, I've spoiled the ending for myself by accident. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yes, that makes sense. It's really violent and it's really weird. It's super strange, Anne. Like, I mean, it's so, so friggin' weird. Like, I, it's like a Western. Okay. I, I don't really know that much about it. I'm definitely more familiar with, like, some of his, like, that's just not, that's, like, some of his work that I'm not super familiar with. Imagine if there was, like, a Western science fiction universe that's like not like us at all like not like our planet not like our universe i don't even know how to describe it it's sounding like something i would not have an interest in i don't think you would like something it probably, i would not read yeah anyways do you have any comments you want to make on why you didn't read as much this month like do you want to talk about that do you want to explain to the class why you don't have your assignment <laughs> honestly like it's been i just i am feeling kind of burnt out Winter has been rough on me. Well, we're recording this. As we're recording this, we're just coming out of like a weekend of holidays. And because it was like Lunar New Year and then Valentine's Day and then Family Day, President's Day, you know, Louis Real Day, all these. It was a holiday, like long weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and then also like at least three holidays crammed in there. And then, you know, not really being able to celebrate any of them and yeah. you know talking to my friends online who weren't able to be with their families for Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year missing out on like all of those traditions and so I don't know I just felt like a lot of melancholy for that and then you know people are always sad and lonely on Valentine's Day and I think like this year I mean even if you're even if you did have a partner like things are very different as far as celebrating, like, you know, normal things that we could do weren't possible, like going out or, you know, making things special. Not to say, like, people don't do an amazing job of, like, <laughs> making holidays, like, special in the, like, pandemic. But I think with extra restrictions where you're not able to see the people that you love and, you know, it's all more complicated. It just had, like, a really, it was, like, a heavy weekend for me and I mean that's just one weekend but it's kind of been the whole month of just feeling kind of disappointed <laughs> it's yeah. coming like on a full year of pandemic and mm -hmm. and the momentum that I had with it because we were reading it together and I felt a I compulsion to finish I got really into it and then I was hooked whereas like it's always hard for me to start a new book and so when things are already kind of like shaky for me and I'm already really distracted then I don't know it's it's been really hard to dive into another book and that's why I only really listened to an audiobook because that yeah. was a little bit more passive <laughs> yeah I think that's but. I think those are all like super valid reasons for cutting back so for context for anyone who's listening who's not from Alberta or not living in Canada we are just starting to 
bring up some of our restrictions, like loosening our restrictions from a very long period of having been under very strict restrictions. So from like December to essentially uh, beginning of February, everything was closed. Like nothing was open. The only thing that was open was like takeaway from coffee shops. And then like, that's it. Like everything else is closed. And now like some restaurants for sit down are open and um, some more things are opening up in the next couple of weeks. And like, whether or not that's a good idea is like not really for me to say, but I know that I don't feel comfortable going out. And it's just sort of draining to be at home all the time when like, I mean, everybody, I mean, I don't think that we're saying anything new. I think a lot of people are going through this, but something that I've been thinking about is like, I have pretty bad anxiety. Like I've always had anxiety. This is like, shouldn't be news to anyone who knows me, who's listening to this. Like this has been like a lifelong struggle for me. And when I get anxious, sometimes my anxiety, like it's almost just like a physical feeling for no reason. And it, tries to look for something to like latch onto and make up problems. And it's just like, I just feel anxious and there's nothing wrong. And when I was feeling that like that one day, I went onto YouTube and was like looking up videos of how people read when they're feeling anxious. But what all I was finding was people who were talking about how reading treats their anxiety. And like, that's just not the case for me. And so this month, like I have been Looking for work, as I've mentioned before, I was unemployed and like now things are looking a little bit better in the job department for me, but it's still like, you know, writing resumes and cover letters all day, you know, five days a week is like the worst feeling in the world. It's so draining. It's so horrible. So like, I wasn't really in the mood to read after it's like, I'd want to watch TV with Ty, you know, like, I don't want to do that at the end of the day. I want to, I want to hang out with my boyfriend and like veg out. Right. So I think what would be like a really worthwhile episode for Anne and I to do would be to talk about how you can read in the face of like emotional distress. And obviously if you're feeling stressed out, like don't make yourself do it. Like God, you know, don't put yourself through that torture and it'll ruin the experience of the book. Maybe you would normally like the book if you weren't you know, in a heightened emotional state, but there aren't a lot of resources out there for people who are wanting to continue reading in spite of their anxiety or feelings of depression, especially in the face of like COVID. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something that we should like think about for the next, until the like, until the next episode in the second week of March. That is a really interesting like take and topic that I think we should talk about. Yeah. Like this month, it was just like like, not happening for me. Like I was not going to be reading this month. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I feel like I also am really bad at like just you know, this is the time I'm going to read and I'm not going to do anything else. And so I do like get caught up with like, I don't have been sleeping well, so then I'm staying up later. But that's when people are online and they are lonely and they want to talk. And then I just always end up talking to people, which is great. I love talking to my friends and family, but that's like valuable reading time. And like, I just, I feel (laughs) on in many different areas like I don't want to say this like oh it's terrible for me but like people just are available a lot more and so it's almost like I don't have as much free time yeah I know what you mean if that makes sense because people maybe aren't working or they're like their hours are different and you know there's nothing to do I know a lot of people who are very active so they're usually doing like a lot of activities a lot of sports or like you know classes and just whatnot and now no one's doing any of those things so (laughs) there's yeah 
I totally agree. And like, I think that there's something to be said about the fact that like doing Zoom is fine. I like going on Zoom with my friends or having phone calls or whatever, but it's not the same as like going out for dinner with a friend or having friends over to your house to do like crafts or whatever, right? And it's kind of like, even as an introvert, I'm missing out on all of these like very social activities. So the time that I have by myself isn't true recharge time to read because I never had that extroversion social time. Does that make sense? I know I'm not putting it in the best way with like the best terms, but it's like this, the social time is like such a, of such a lower quality that I don't feel like I need to recharge and like have time with my books. Yeah. So that does make sense. There's so much to say about what is going on this year and like analyzing it. Yeah. I mean, even you and I, like, as we're talking now, it's like, okay, normally if we're getting together, you know, we're meeting somewhere. So we're getting dressed and we're, you know, looking presentable. We're going out in our cars. We're meeting somewhere. We're doing an activity or we're eating something. We're having a shared experience and there's like action to it. Whereas like now we're on Zoom. I'm in leggings and a sweater and (laughs) crunchy and I'm just sitting the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's a very different activity and it's not like energizing. So Mm -hmm. even though I really enjoy talking to you and I enjoy like all my conversations with our friends on Zoom afterwards, I feel like it's like a really big letdown and then I'm just alone in my room. Yeah, I know there's no like wind down. Just like, okay. And then I'm alone and it's quiet and I don't feel as good as I would have felt like being in the presence of another human being. Yeah. Over and over and over again. It's like like when when I would go to see you or other friends, you know, I get my car and I would like listen to music and get myself kind of like in a more social mood. Like you listen to music and you're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. You go out, you do your thing, and like by the end of the night, I'm at a point where I'm like, hey, I wanna like go home and get in bed and read my book for a little while. I'm tired. And then you get in your car and you listen to music on the wind down home. And with mm-hmm. you now with Zoom, it's just like, okay, bye, leave. <laughs> and then I'm home and it's just kind of like, you're right. It isn't the same sort of experience. Like it's just such a change in our patterns. And I know that this has been happening for so long with COVID. Like this is not new to anybody who's listening. Like if you've you haven't been experiencing this, like where are you? But yeah, it's just... I think it also doesn't help that Alberta has been like in a deep freeze for like three Mm. goddamn weeks, like too long, Um, like so cold. You can't go outside. Like your skin freezes in five minutes. Like you can't, you can't go out for more than five minutes. So that's also super tough. It isn't like you can go for a walk and then, you know, get kind of be like, Oh, I'm tired. I want to go home and relax now. Right. You're just home all the time. So it's been a little bit of the perfect storm. And I think that this episode really is a testament to the fact that we are human beings who are not going to always be on top of our reading and not always be like reaching our reading goals and our aspirations. And that's really normal. Mm hmm. I feel like we've set a really like strong precedent for reading like five <laughs> books a month. We're like, oh, I barely read anything. I only read these five books. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I barely listened to an audiobook this month. Yeah, I struggled to get through 163 pages. Uh, and this book is like small too. Like it's little. It looks really small. <laughs> it looks slim. Um, yeah, it's little. The, like, the font is big. There's lots of gaps in between. Yeah no excuse for not being able to finish that. Like, oh my gosh. But anyways, is there anything else you would like to add, Anne? I mean, I think there's a lot to explore in our next episode where we kind of talk 
more about this topic and maybe we can look into some ways to kind of like do like a reboot on your reading or like how to ease back into it gently and I think that's a good idea and like make it more enjoyable or like just seem more doable I don't know I feel yeah. like daunted my to be read list is so extensive and then I feel so guilty for not reading and then I feel conflicted about what I am going to read like I kind of want to just read something like really easy and comforting yeah but then it's like oh but I put crime and punishment on my TBR <laughs> yeah and it's been there for yeah. so long and it was weighing on me like I gotta get this off my shoulders so yeah I think that we need to talk about that next time I think that's a good idea yeah well thank you for listening everyone yes thanks for listening to our excuses <laughs> and yeah. hopefully we can come up with some solutions for next time yeah hopefully we'll have more than one book each to recommend next time <laughs> yes okay thank you for listening bye bye and that's our show thank you for joining us here at boxed and frayed we have been your hosts, Anne and Robin. You can email us at foxandfraid.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at foxandfraid.podcast. And there you can find a link to our website, which has a master list of all of the books we've discussed. We'll talk to you next time. Happy reading.